Cosmic Canvas Studio presents We're so bad at adventuring We made it! Look, I can see the store from here And a castle And a bunch of other buildings Wait, you wanted to go to the store? Yes, the Artifactorium. Oh, I thought you said you wanted to go to the art museum. So I led you here, back to Neuropia. Bob, I told you explicitly that I wanted to go buy magical ink at the store. Yeah, but full disclosure, I almost never listen to what you say. Damn it, well, let's just turn around and go back. Ugh, we just walked for two weeks straight. It's getting late. Why don't we go get some sleep and head out in the morning? No! Bob! I want to go buy stuff now! This rampant consumerist isn't the Thornwick I know! You've become possessed by the urge to purchase things on sale! Did you see those bulk discounts, Bob? We could live like kings! Hey, you two! It wasn't us, officer! Seriously, we don't even know any chicken farmers. It's after curfew. Get indoors or I'll bust your skulls in. Curfew? What is this, some kind of fascist state where citizens have no rights? Didn't you read the signs coming in? This is exactly the situation here. Well, we'll just head on in then, officer. Over there, to that hotel! No way! I'm not paying for a hotel. Let's just head over to the ornery hatchet and hang out all night. So, let me get this straight. You're too cheap to go to a hotel, but you're fine with just staying awake all night inside of a fancy club? It's the principle of the matter, Bob. I mean, charging me to sleep? I could do that anywhere outside for free. Now this is more like it. Let's find some chairs in the corner and nap in shifts so we don't get caught. I knew you'd be back. Sooner or later. Busted! Wait a second. I know you! It's the professor guy! Edmund Porser, and I've got something for everyone. What do you have for me? A breath mint. Thank you! Now then, where were we? Right, you boys want to teleport? That conversation was from almost a month ago. How the hell do you remember where we left off? I haven't moved since you left. Now that's a claim I wish I could make. Well, regardless of where you have and haven't been sitting for almost a month without changing clothes, we don't need your help anymore. Yeah! Wait, why? Because we're going to the Artifactorium in the morning to buy a teleportation spell from a bargain bin, or from the clearance section if we're lucky. What if old Porser told you he got just what you need in his pocket? But first, he needs you to do something for him. We don't kill for money. Not unless it's a scary monster. And then usually we don't kill it anyway, but are instead severely maimed by it. Our last kill quest landed us in the hospital for six months. So who do you want us to kill? Not kill, rescue. See, a long time ago, I promised a man on his deathbed that I would find a way to free the spirit of a painting he had created. The painting of his wife, called Lady in the Red Mountain, was given life due to his angry rage. He would have gone on the dangerous journey himself, but was pinched for wife aside only a few days later. He made me promise that I would undertake the journey to rescue her spirit and set her free so that she could explore the world herself, no longer confined by his shackles. He was a madman, yes, but he knew what he created needed to be free, as all artists yearned for. Find the lady in the Red Mountain, take her to the Sienna Mountains, and throw the painting in the anchor portal leading to the art world. 
She will gift you with a precious gem. Bring it to me and- There you go. Done there, done that. I'm sorry. You already did this quest? This is a highly specific operation. You wouldn't have just wandered across it. I wouldn't say we wandered across it. I'd rather say we bumbled into it. Technically, we dove into it head first. Let me see that gem. Why, I must say, it does shine with the power of the art realm. See, I told you my random antics would help. I must say, your impulsive desire to throw a painting through a door's once again paid off. So, are we good here? Is the quest finished? Or do we have to grab a poor woman made out of acrylics and drag it to you? No, no. You've completed the quest. Good job. Now then, give me a second. Here you go. Are these teleportation potions? Those were banned due to all of the people getting trapped inside of the bottles. And also all the arsenic used to make the potions. These, my fine friends, are passages to the dream realms. I book my own passage every night when I close my eyes and stop moving for several hours. And afterwards, I go to sleep. Oh no, not a dream, the dream realm. Bob, the dream realms are the unified dreams of every sleeping person, jammed together into one place. As long as someone's asleep, the dreamland exists. Prosser, we don't want to go to some shimmery dream place. We want to get to Valoria. Take these potions and travel to the City of Bliss. Inside the Cathedral of Pure Terror is the Stone of Teleportation. You can use that artifact to get back home. No thanks. We'll just head to the Artifactorium and buy a spell. With, uh, with what money? That guy took our only source of income. Can we have our pearl back? No. Well, how much are these dream potions worth? Fifty gold each. That gem we gave you is worth ten thousand. True, but my services as a quest provider is worth at least twice that. Do you know the going rate for a mid-tier MacGuffin quest? Frankly, I'm the one losing money on this. I do not understand the adventure economy. I do! We're saving money here! Really? Well, theoretically. I mean, if we actually wanted some additional quest on top of your normal quest to go home and then go on another quest. Well, when you put it like that, you make all my life sound like going from one task to the other with little time in between. Yep. Well, a teleportation stone is a pretty solid lead. And going into a dream world is going to be tons of fun! Oh no. Magic doesn't work in there, bookshelves have a propensity to bite you, and worst of all, nightmares wander around and chase you. <laughs> all those things sound like pluses to me. Fine, let's drink these damnable potions so we can get on to the main adventure. Why do you sound so sour? Because I just want to go back to Valoria. We've spent seven, um, weeks on this adventure, and I haven't even grown as a character yet. Yeah, if anything, we're solidly sliding backwards in our development. And that's not good. No, it's perfect. If we keep up our bad and brash behavior, you might be able to slide out of the precarious position of protagonist. Bob, I've been thinking about this, and I don't know, maybe... It'd be cool to be the main character for once. The big guy in charge. Dude, you have to trust me. Please, I'm begging you. Don't rise above. Don't reach your full potential. Stay at the bottom of the barrel like me. It's fun and it's safe. But what if my destiny is to become a great hero? Everyone mocked me and laughed at me and stomped all over my dreams because I'm so bad at adventuring. But but what if those mentors and that nice man who wanted to usurp the Emperor, what if they could make me better? Thornwick, 
I want you to listen to me here. If you have ever respected me. I really don't. Believed in me. Sadly not that. Um, like me? Well, okay, I do like you. Oh, hell yes. Listen, don't go down this road. It only ends in ruin. Why do you insist that? Hmm? I have my own reasons, damn it. Now let's drink these potions and go steal a dream rock. Fine. Keep your secrets. For now. But sooner or later, Bob, I will figure out your clearly telegraphed mysterious past. Excuse me, waiter. Yes, sir? Me and my companion are going to be going on a soul journey. These potions will make us motionless and comatose. So please make sure no one bothers us while we sleep in these very comfortable chairs. Would the gentleman prefer to use our coma room? I don't feel like getting up. Very good, sirs. Cheers, Bob. Cheers! Bob, wait! I just realized we have a ton of treasure after completing that quest. We don't have to go on this dream journey at all. Oh, whoops. Too late, because I feel a change coming. No. Oh, this is beyond words. No, it's not. What a flat cylindrical plane that extends into forever. None of those words you just used are real. So my statement about beyond words is true. Hi there, I'm Nightmare Steve. Ah. And I'm going to be your nightmare today. I'm so excited to terrify you both. So let's all just have a good scary time. Wait, we don't want to have a nightmare. Sorry, but you should have thought of that before you visited Nightmare Alley, the most terrifying place in the dream world. I'm going to kill that prosser. A werewolf! Run, Bob! Run! Ah! It's chasing us through all of tests that I'm not prepared for today. Ah! I'm gonna eat the both of you! Wait, 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 wait! Hold it. Nightmare Steve! Is there a problem? Yeah, there's a problem. You said this was a nightmare, but really? A scary monster chasing us? We deal with that every day. We do, don't we? Wait, Bob, is every day a waking nightmare for us? Well, if you define a nightmare as being chased by scary things that want you dead, then yeah. Oh, my. See, this is quite a realization. Hey, werewolves are scary. They rank number five on the scariest dream ranking meter. That's the fifth most common reoccurring nightmare in almost 88% of the world. Lame. We're seasoned adventurers. We don't fear werewolves. We fear things like commitment. Property taxes. And creating meaningful relationships that erode due to our inability to care about others. That's really scary stuff. Excuse me, but werewolves are the ultimate psychological horror. They represent the powerful evil within a human being, breaking out at night and being uncontrollable. Nothing scarier than that. I always thought werewolves were scary because they represent the idea that predators live among us and are hidden only to emerge at night. They are indistinguishable from a normal man or woman, and that's the true horror. See, that's pretty scary. No, it's not. Real horror is stuff that makes your skin crawl. Why not send us into an abandoned playground where ghost children chase us, huh? Bob, that's not nearly as scary as a werewolf. Oh, thank you, Thornwick. Maybe Jacobs can weigh in. Hey, Nightmare Jacobs, stop making people fall forever and come on over here. What's up? Settle an argument here. Are werewolves psychologically scary? Absolutely. 
They represent that no matter how civilized a person becomes, there will always be a part of them that craves destruction and anarchy. Our society is no more than a thread away from violence and cruelty. See, that's some scary stuff, Bob. Way more scary than some stupid dead kid. Look, I've been chased by actual werewolves, okay? And the first time, it is terrifying. But by the second, third, and thirty-fourth time, it just gets boring. Well, I've never been chased by a werewolf before, unless you can't wear murder wolves. Entirely different species. And look, if you two don't like our nightmares, take it up with management. I quite enjoy this terrifying experience. I don't know what Bob's rambling about. I'm just saying that grabbing a scary-looking fantasy monster and making it chase us is lazy. I came to this nightmare realm expecting some serious nightmares. Wait. Wait a second. Bob, what are you doing right now? Talking. And what have we been doing since you got here? Talking. And what do you hate more than anything? Standing around and talking! The horrors! Oh, the horrors! This is a nightmare itself! You two are just ghostly phantasms meant to torture me with the biggest living nightmare of all! A long, drawn-out conversation about myth and symbolism! And you almost fooled us. Excuse me? We were just having a nice little chat here. Seriously, is talking to us really that bad? And I thought we were actually making some friends here. Wait. Oh, oh, so you're not part of the nightmare scenario. No, I just thought I'd be polite and friendly to some new people. Oh, I... I feel so terrible. Seriously, we we didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Well, you did. Get out. No, no, no we'll stay and, and, and make it up to you. No, I don't want to. Get the hell out of here. This is a nightmare realm, not a jerk realm. <laughs> well, we escaped. Yay us. <laughs> I feel horrible. Seriously, this is the real nightmare, right? Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? But it's not. (laughs) This has been a rocky start. Tell me about it. I'm going to have nightmares about that nightmare Steve crying like that. Well, we should just wake ourselves up. Hop up and down so we can wake up, head to the store, and then buy stuff. I'm pretty sure we've already been robbed. People are probably having a field day rummaging through our comatose bodies, pockets, and bags. But I told the waiter to make sure no one bothered us. I even gave him a tip. Yeah, but you had like two diamonds in your hand and you picked out a single gold piece to give him as a tip. So he's probably also robbing you. That's why you don't flaunt your wealth, man. Well, how else am I supposed to make the waitstaff feel poor? You could just order a bunch of breadsticks and scream about the weather. That never impresses me when you do it. Now stop bickering with me about our newly found status of poverty and help me ascend the Bridge of Rainbows in joy. Can't we take that other bridge? The one with the thunderclouds and lightning bolts? The bridge where all we can hear are the wails of the damned. Yeah, that one. That's fine by me. That shimmering light from the rainbow is just a little too bright for my sensitive eyes. Onward. I can't wait to get to the Dream City or wherever we're headed. Oh, yes, it should be quite interesting. You know, for a while, the Dream Realm was so close to the Realm of the Waking that just staring off into space for a few seconds bore the risk of galloping men on steeds sweeping you off into the Dream World, never to be seen again. Ah, yes. Zonascon. Such a great holiday. 
Bob, that was not a holiday. It was a nightmarish event where approximately a tenth of mankind vanished. But we totally got school off during it. That makes it a holiday in my book. My mother made me read books at home, daring it. Lousy, good-for-nothing Zonascom. Hey, over there! Don't we know that lady? The haggard old crone! Shouldn't she have someone attached to her back? Or, or front? Aw, oh, man, did we ever learn her name? No, we did not. Crap, don't look at her. It'll be so embarrassing if she knows our names and we don't know hers. I'm looking away, Bob. You dare to pass through the hypnagogic dread pass, Thornwick? Crap, she knows my name. Just guess hers. Hi. Um, Anvil? I have no name a mortal can speak. Only the crow may speak my name. Fortunately, I speak fluent crow. Ah! Ah! Be careful, Bob, for in this realm, the words you speak may become reality. I am the Crow God. I represent the deepest parts of your hopes and fears, Bob. Ah! 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 Crows that represent my psyche, my worst nightmare. Bob, we already did the nightmare thing. This is a different thing. Albeit, it is still as nightmarish as the nightmare thing. Which was relatively tame compared to what we go through when we're awake. Face your fears. Ow, stop throwing dream rocks at me. Ha <laughs> ha My rocks are manifestations of healthy coping tactics I've developed. Oh, those rocks are labeled hedonism, brain damage, and alcohol. <laughs> and they're working. I flee, carrying my secrets to inner peace and harmony. And don't come back, you stupid bird. God. Bird god. That I made. Man, I miss him already. If you will not follow the ways of what manifests from within, then you must follow me through the pass. Why does Bob get to manifest something? Why can't I manifest something too? Aye, but you did, child. You brought me forth. As the crone chained chained, I steward over the realm of sleep and mind. You stretch out in search of something great, and I answered. You're not nearly as cool as the giant crow with emerald eyes. Seriously, shapeshift. Do a trick. You jest and jape, Thornwick, for you are afraid of destiny. Truth be told, I am terrified of destiny. The burden is too great for me to bear. Destiny can always be ignored, Thornwick. That is a huge relief. Okay, Bob, back to the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, this hippo dream pass sucks. But you will never find what you are looking for if you ignore your destiny. What do you mean? Deep in your heart, you have a hole, a longing, a desire. You have followed many paths to find it. Greed, power, shoelessness in a dungeon and you embark on another path that will end in ruin. No, the waters of rescue will help me. Why? Um, well, because someone really confident and good-looking told me. And that is all it takes for either of us to do anything. Destiny draws you elsewhere, Thorn of Wick, and it promises something far, far greater than anything some handsome guy can offer. And what is that? The thing you want most of all. And that would 
Feel. Listen, I'm obviously avoiding the question, okay? Stop writing me. Jeez. Sorry, sorry. Um, so what should I do? Listen to the Baron's wisdom, for only he can guide you to your true purpose. Well, what do you think, Bob? Sometimes birds make me cry for hours and I don't know why. Good point. Fine. Tell me where to find this Baron. You know where he is. Whisper his name to the teleportation stone, then all will be revealed. Well, most of it anyway. At least half. Legally, I am required to disclose that my words, while mysterious, are not prophecy and have no actual forbearings on the future. Ah, uh, yes, of course. The Wizards Guild doesn't like people claiming to be prophets and not paying dues. Farewell, Thornwick. And, um... Farewell, whatever you're called. <coughs> Anvil! <coughs> Farewell, Anvil! Jerks. Okay, um, so this cave should be the shortcut to the Cathedral of Pure Terror. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not looking forward to that cathedral. Why not? Do you have something against cathedrals? No. I'm just saying that the Nightmare guys were underwhelming, so I feel that the Pure Terror Cathedral is also going to be underwhelming. And we'll be put in the uncomfortable position of having to pretend we're experiencing true terror so we don't offend them. Oh. Oh, goodness. That is really awkward now that you mention it. Oh, and if they ask us how scared we are during the middle of it? We'd have to lie, and we're both terrible liars due to your predilection to shouting the truth at strangers. So... Let's just prepare for it now. Maybe practice some lines. I am so, so scared right now. Terrified. Definitely not underwhelmed by how lame this terror is. Stop, I think you messed up there with your bitter sarcasm. You told me that bitter sarcasm is a way of showing love, Thornwick. I was being bitterly sarcastic when I told you that. Which means you were showing me love! No, because my sarcasm isn't loving. My mentioning of sarcasm being loving itself isn't a loving act. Damn it, you know I can't follow long sentences. Yet you still somehow love to use them. I really don't mean to be rude, but are you going to answer my riddle? Not now, we're in the middle of something. Yeah, I see that, but you know I am the guardian of the Remgate, the tunnel that connects from one end of the mines to the others. And I'm really going to need my riddle answered if I can let you pass. Listen, man, as long as we aren't actively trying to get in, we're not your prom, so please leave us to our loud and angry bickering. Seriously, some people are so rude. The nerve of you, man. You don't see us standing around telling you how to guard the gate or whatever. The hypnagogic dream pass is deadly and dangerous. Subtle thoughts and motions from the mind summon terrible creatures. I know, we already saw one, and I'm not gonna lie, it was underwhelming. This whole dream adventure has been lackluster at best. If you wish to be consumed by the shadowy substances of creatures not quite real, but not quite false, then fine by me. Thank you. Now, where were we, Bob? Screaming about bees, I think. I am extremely pro-bee, Bob. And I'm extremely anti-bee. They shouldn't be allowed to just buzz around. That's where honey comes from. We need honey. And also, bees are insanely important to the stability of our ecosystem. Are you two kidding me? You are not arguing about bees. Frankly, I'm enjoying the argument because I'm winning. Did you hear that line about the ecosystem? That was a solid tactic. Yeah, but I was going to counter with violence. Like... What? 
A justification about violence towards bees? Nah, I mean, I was just gonna get you in a headlock until you agreed with me. How is that fair? Because might makes right. No, it doesn't. According to Elginine's treaties Fine. Okay, you solved the damn riddle. Here. The pass opened up. Go on through. Go on through and stop arguing about the most asinine things. Wait. Our constant arguing actually got us past a puzzle and not severely maimed? Dreams really do come true. Just go! I have a dream knife and I might just start stabbing if you stay any longer. Was that sarcasm? Does that mean you love us? No, no he doesn't! Run! Run! An entire tunnel made out of highs, swinging up and down, looking right at you. Now, why couldn't this be the nightmare room? It's so much creepier than anything Nightmare Steve could have imagined. Howdy. Ah, don't hurt us. Relax, it's just Fredward. Yeah, don't scam us. I can't. I'm not a scammer, just a man who has everything you need to survive this dreamscape. Really? Do you have dream items to help us? I have spheres of Mnemonis, powerful magical spells that only function in the dreamland. Hmm, Mnemonis spheres. Bob, we could definitely use those to help fight whatever it is in that citadel of doom. It's called pure terror. We already did a doom citadel, remember? Besides, we don't have any money, because we're in an ever-shivering dream world. Good point. We're broke in the dreamland. We can pay you the next time we see you in the real world. Actually, currency is different here. Experiences are what we use as money. Memories, thoughts, ideas. All for barter and trade. Well, I'm not trading any of my memories. Done deal! What can I get for the memory of the first time my dad said I love you? Well, a memory like that could get you anything in my stores. Great! I'll sell it to you as soon as it happens. You... uh, You just really made me sad on the inside. So why are you here trying to sell to us anyway? Well, you see that large eyeball over there? About 10 feet past it is the final gate, which can only be opened once the all-seeing thought beast is slain. And trust me, fellas, it is both big and scary. No worries. I have my trusty spear. I can just stab it over and over again. But my magic doesn't work in here. Crap. Bob, just pay the man in your memories so I can get some magic. No way! I paid the last time some kind of ultimate sacrifice was required. Remember the Rose of Axiel? Where you have to speak the name of a friend and they forget they've ever met you? Yes, but you spoke the name of that lone shark who's been chasing us around. You basically cheated with that ultimate sacrifice because you got out of a high-interest loan. Hey, man, how I blatantly scam ultimate sacrifices is entirely my business. But the point is, I was the last one in the group to roll those dice, so that means it's your turn. Fine. Fine, fine. Um, what can I get for... No, I like that memory. And that one, too. Do you buy bad memories? Mm, No. Damn it. Fine, I'll sell you this one. The first lesson I ever learned about magic. That... that sounds quite wonderful. I'll give you four dream credits. And what does a dream credit buy? One single spell. And behold, I have quite the selection of mnemonist magic. How did you get such a big inventory? I don't remember. Anyway, please, just place your head against the funnel of memories and we'll get started. Here goes. 
Behold, an orb of memories. This will sell for a fortune on the mind markets and the ocean of thought. Wait a second. This is just two men in robes beating the crap out of you. Yes, because the first lesson in magic I ever learned was to not talk back to my teachers. Well, if I add some sound effects, I could make it into a comedic memory and, you know, not acknowledge it for the tragedy that it is. Exactly. Spells, please. You ready to face this monster? I've been ready. I haven't been in a single horrible fight in at least ten minutes. Fist fighting with me doesn't count. And I haven't been in a fight for a long time. Let's do this. Then, with spells readied, let's go. Charge! I have never seen you so excited for battle before. Because Nomada's spells don't require any skill to use. These are top-grade, high-level magic that can be utilized to their full extent. It's, it's basically like I'm a full-fledged wizard for a day. <laughs> Go figure, the only time you're actually good at magic is in your dreams. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm good at spearmanning all the time. If that's true, can you please tell me where your spear is? Ah, oh, man! I think I lost it back when I was playing Throw the Spear Off the Cliff. See? Well, I might only be a decent wizard in my sleep. You're a terrible fighter at all hours. And that's a Bob guarantee. Now, come on. Let's go get killed by that monster or whatever. Wait, can we actually die in here? The dream world? Oh, absolutely not. If you do experience extreme trauma from violence, you blissfully just wake up, go into a matter's frenzy... Chibbering, shrieking, only for those you know and love around you to stab you to death before you can visit them any harm. Or as I like to call it, Uncle Harold's Syndrome. Why are we learning so many horrible facts about each other's upbringings today? It's called building backstory, Bob. And frankly, I find it pretty disappointing that the only way you can make someone interesting is if terrible stuff happened to them in their past. I don't know, your childhood sucked and I don't find you interesting at all. Hey, you know words do hurt. Not as badly as whatever that monster is. I have seen your coming from a thousand different angles. I am the eye beast of the collective mind. I see and know all who enter through my tunnel. Stay back, foul creature, or I'm going to have to start poking all of your eyes. Don't test him. He will do it. Bob's crazy like that. He was poked his own eyes while handling chili peppers. I cried for literally days. We had to take him to a doctor, but he bit the doctor, and so they had to chain him to a tree for medical care. But enough about last weekend. How's your day been? Excuse me? I figure, from all your all-seeing and all-knowing, you probably know how stuff is going for us, but what about you? Anything interesting happened today? Well, actually, yeah. So I've been trying to get a promotion going from being a lousy guardian to the Cathedral of Pure Terror to being something more important, you know, like a desk job, and my supervisor told me that he'd, quote, look into it. But I've been racking my brains about what that means. Sounds to me like he's just gonna check in about it. I don't know. That does sound like he isn't taking it very seriously. That's what I was worrying about. He didn't give me any other details. I literally spent like 20 minutes pouring my heart out to him, and that was all he said. Oh, so it wasn't just in passing? No, we had a sit-down about it. Well, metaphorically a sit-down. I can't sit due to, you know, being entirely composed of eyes. But I told him I could use a standing desk. And those are way better for your back anyway. Th the point is, I don't think he's taking me seriously. What should I do? I don't know if we're the best people to ask for career advice, since we have technically been unemployed for, well, 
ever, really. I don't think I've ever had a real job. I used to cut down trees when I was a kid, but that was mainly self-defense because we lived in a village full of murder sprouts! Come on, please, I'm begging you. Just give me some advice on what to do. Normally adventurers just show up and start attacking me the moment they see me, but you two are different. You chose to ask me how I was doing instead of wanton violence. To be fair, I think Bob was just being friendly, and also distracting you while I was readying a totally badass spell. Look, I know all in CL, and I can tell you right now those spells you bought are garbage. Excuse me, but you have no idea how powerful a sphere of slight levitation can be. Like, what if there's a small flood, and I don't want to get my boots wet? You cannot put a price on dry boots, man. Well, actually, you can. It's like a whole gold piece, which is a lot of money. Listen, I know you want to go through this gate. If you give me some solid advice, I will allow you to go through. And if our advice is bad? I still let you through anyway. Because most of my job is making sure that no one vandalizes the gate. And to provide directions. Wait, you aren't a terrible monster meant to kill people who enter? No. I don't know how things are in the waking world, but here in the dream world, we do have these things called laws, and killing people is extremely illegal. Also, it's mean. Man, I wish that was the case in the waking world. Our lives would be so much easier. I'm, and I don't want to be offensive here, but I'm a little disappointed. I just bought a bundle of cool spells and gave up a crucial memory just so I could blast at you. Well, if it'll make you feel any better, I'm immune to Namana's magic. What? Fredwood lied to me? Just to make a buck? That doesn't sound like him at all. Thormic, that sounds exactly like him. Oh, right. Damn it! Next time I see him, I'm going to give him a big piece of my mind. Well, after we buy what we need. So, about my problem? Here's the issue. You are a giant creature gifted with the power of seeing and knowing all. Why are you just working in a dead-end job? If your supervisor doesn't care enough about you to acknowledge your pain and problems, why even work there? What else could I do, though? How about literally anything else? I don't know how the dream world works, but aren't there other jobs? Well, since we're all immortal dream creatures that reconstitute after being physically destroyed, no one ever really quits their jobs. Everyone stays in the same place forever. Well, I don't want to be rude, but you are the stuff of nightmares. So uncomfortable to look at. And I happen to know that the nightmare department is woefully underprepared for scaring actual adventurers. I'm sure they'll give you a job. Then you can chase people around and go rawr all day long. And if you're scary enough, you'll probably be able to move into management. Nightmare Steve is so approachable that way. You know what? I might be able to know and see all, but I couldn't see this opportunity right in front of my face. I'm gonna go and become a nightmare. Thanks, guys. You really are okay. No problem. Take care. And I'll see you both again really, really soon. <laughs> Wait. Um, what did he mean by that? Who cares? That's future Thornwick and also Bob's problem. Onward to victory! <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring, a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Sound effects provided by BattleBards, the perfect solution to all of your tabletop sound effect needs. If you enjoyed the show, give us a shout on Facebook or Twitter. And if you want to support us, check out our Patreon for access to exclusive side adventures.